Acts 4, 1 to 22. Hear the word of God, of the Lord. The priests and the captain of the temple guard and the Sadducees came up to Peter and John while they were speaking to the people. They were greatly disturbed because the apostles were teaching the people, proclaiming in Jesus the resurrection of the dead. They seized Peter and John, and because it was evening, they put them in, a jail, in jail until the next day. But many who heard the message believed. So the number of men who believed grew to about 5,000. The next day, the rulers, the elders, and the teachers of the law met in Jerusalem. Annas, the high priest, was there, and so were Caiaphas, John, Alexander, and others of the high priest's family. They had Peter and John brought before, the, before them and began to question them. By what power or what name did you do this? Then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, rulers and elders of the people, if we are being called to account today for an act of kindness shown to a man who was lame and are being asked how he was healed, then know this, you and all the people of Israel, it is by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth whom you crucified, but whom God raised from the dead, that this man stands before you healed. Jesus is the stone you builders rejected, which has become the cornerstone. Salvation is found in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given to mankind by which we must be saved. When they saw the courage of Peter and John and realized that they were unschooled, ordinary men, they were astonished and they took note that these men had been with Jesus. But since they could see the man who had been healed standing there with them, there was nothing they could say. They ordered them to withdraw from the Sanhedrin and then conferred together. What are we going to do with these men, they asked. Everyone living in Jerusalem know they have performed a notable sign, and we cannot deny it. But to stop this thing from spreading any further among the people, we must warn them to speak no longer to anyone in this name. Then they called them in again, and commanded them not to speak or teach at all in the name of Jesus. But Peter and John replied, Which is right in God's eyes, to listen to you or to him? You be the judges. As for us, we cannot help speaking about what we have seen and heard. After further threats, they let them go. They could not decide how to punish them because all the people were praising God for what had happened. For the man who was miraculously healed was over 40 years old. The word of the Lord.
Thank you, brother, for sharing that and allowing us to partner with you uh, and seeing what the Lord does all around the world. The Lord is at work. You may feel or hear all kinds of messages that say that the church is shrinking, and you should deny those and see those as lies, because the kingdom of God advances and nothing's going to stop that. So we have the pleasure of being a part of that locally and around the world. So apparently, I talk a lot about my dentist. Um, I don't know. You guys don't do that? <laughs> because at a certain point, my dentist stopped counting how many people came because I referred them, and it was over 100. Oh, apparently, I talk about my dentist more than anyone ever normally talks about their dentist. But just what happened, actually, I know a lot of you go to the same dentist. If you want a recommendation, come find me afterwards. It'll be great. But everybody needs a dentist, and you want to go to a dentist where you're going to be taken care of, and they're going to take good care of your teeth, but they also care about who you are, and this is who this practice, this is what they're like. So apparently I talked enough about them that a lot of people went, and I didn't even realize I was doing it. But the interesting thing is that's what we do as humans, right? To be humans is to be an evangelist. You are going to always be talking about something that captures your eyes, your heart, your attention, things that are beautiful or helpful, life-changing, amazing to you. You're always going to be talking about something most people maybe don't pick their dentist. They talk about a restaurant they've been to or a good meme or a, a movie or an album or all sorts of things. My, one of my kids' teachers uh, ended their parent-teacher conference with Go Birds, which is naturally the most logical way to end a parent-teacher conference because we talk about the things that we love. And if this is true of us as human beings, if we talk about the ordinary things that are beautiful and grab our attention that we enjoy in life— how much more is this true of us as believers, as followers of Christ who have experienced the amazing, not just like, okay, good news, but life-changing, eternity-changing news that we have in Christ Jesus. This fall, we've been talking about the book of Acts, as Pastor Jen just mentioned a few minutes ago, working through select passages, focusing on the beautiful thing that it is to be a part of the church. What are we? Who are we? And how does that shape the way that we collectively live and we individually, personally live as well? And Acts is a really important book, and it kind of marks a shift in the way that God works in this world through his people. The man named Luke has written a two-volume set. Dr. Luke wrote a two-volume set. The first volume, which we would call the Gospel of Luke, uh, we're told in Acts chapter 1, Luke starts his second volume by telling us what he did in his first volume. He says, I wrote these things to tell all the things that Jesus began to do and to teach. It doesn't say, I wrote the first volume, the Gospel of Luke, to tell, to tell you what he did, but what he began to do and to teach. And the implication of that, which is confirmed in, in more explicit ways through the rest of Scripture, is that what you find in volume number 